Hello, and welcome to The Art of Existing. This is going to be probably a long-ish episode, I really, I'm not too sure, but today I'm going to be debriefing you on how my 30-day challenge went in April, where I did a, uh, a detox from social media, basically, but it was much more than that. It was a, the challenge was to consume only slow products, which are things like that take things that take a long time to consume, basically, like longer than a reel on Instagram or a, a YouTube short video or whatever. So this is things like consuming more books and podcasts, watching movies instead of binging TV shows, um, and just also doing more things offline, like doing things with my hands, um, like art and creating and. The other part of the challenge was to create three times as much as I consume because I was finding that I was consuming far more than I was creating and uh, it was really it was really at a detriment to myself. So that's what the, the gist of the challenge was for the month of April and basically the way I set it up was I deleted all my social media apps from my phone. I I um I only went on Facebook if it was to access a client's business page that I manage or if I was going on Facebook Marketplace because I did need to use Facebook Marketplace a few times this past month. So if I ever went on Facebook to do that, I would just like bypass all my notifications and my feed and everything. I wouldn't look at anything. I would just go to Marketplace and look up and I had to like get rid of some wood and stuff. So I listed it on Facebook. So I don't consider that cheating. Yeah, that's like the only time I used Facebook this past month was for either business, client work stuff or marketplace. And then I didn't use Instagram at all. Um, and I, I, my, I was allowed to use the Facebook Messenger app though, because that I do need it to like keep up with friends and like arrange certain things and that sort of stuff. So that was okay to use, but yeah, no social media, um, and I don't have TikTok anyway, um, but and and no YouTube or at least nothing like not 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 those um the YouTube Shorts whatever the hell they're called they're calling it it's like a, it's like a reel but it's on YouTube and they call it YouTube Shorts or something like that so try not to watch any of those and um, I did eventually over time allow myself to go on YouTube to watch some of my favorite YouTubers like make some of their longer videos and watch some of their longer content so. Um, I don't consider that cheating either, even though I guess YouTube is kind of a social media platform. But yeah, those were the gist of the rules. And and then, of course, no binging TV shows, um, which I definitely did break that rule, which I will get into. But yeah, trying to watch more longer content, basically movies. I did listen to more podcasts and I did. I didn't read as much as I thought I would. Um, but yeah, anyway, we'll get into all the things, and all the stuff. But first, I kind of want to give you an overview of where I was at before April, so you can kind of see the before and then and then the after after April. So um, before April started, so in March, well, I know since February, since mid February, I started going down this weird like development or self development like path that I have. I've been down before, it's nothing new, but it felt really, really different this time for some reason, and I didn't know why at the time. This was beginning in middle of February. So January, it was a new year, and my my 
Okay, I'm going to back up even further than March, apparently. So let's just go to the beginning of the year, 2023. (laughs) My New Year's resolution was to uh, get my finances in order this year. Like the the theme of 2023 was going to be finance, which means I was going to do like all my bookkeeping and like religiously and be really on top of everything I was spending. I was going to have a budget. I was going to stop spending so much at the grocery store not that I was doing that intentionally but just like with the cost of food and stuff like I was trying to I was wanting to find a way to cut down on grocery costs and um, just any other costs like try not to go out so much to like Starbucks and just like restaurants and that kind of thing like the whole point of 2023 my intention was to make it a really good financial year I wanted to save up like I don't know several thousand dollars or something by the end of the year and like looking back that's like so ridiculous like there's no way I'd be able to do that but like I started trying to get my finances really in order and I I even set up like in my bank I finally set up a weekly savings deposit that gets taken out of my like business account and automatically puts $84 I don't know why I said that so American dollars $84 every week into my personal savings automatically and I've never had an auto thing say uh, set up like that before so I finally set that up and that's been you know working in the background quite nicely so I did you know things like that I changed all of my um well I only have two visa cards pulled up so I changed both my visa cards to instead of just paying the minimum amount amount each month or making sure that I at least pay the minimum amount which I'm pretty good at paying like way more than the minimum amount each month but I, instead of having it set to just the minimum, I set it so that it pays the whole statement balance each month. So then that way I can like be sure that I'm not overspending on my credit cards because I, I, it's automatically going to pay the full statement balance every month. So I have to make, I have to have at least that amount in my account. So like I started doing all these different financial things thinking that, yeah, 2023 is going to be like the year of finance for me. It's going to be so good. And I, and then, so that was that, that was the bookkeeping side of things. And then on the like business side of things, I was thinking, okay, so I'm getting my savings and my like accounting in order. Um, but now I need to get my, my income in order. Like I need to make more money. So maybe this year, this, maybe this will be the year that I finally like create all these passive income streams online and like make a bunch of online courses and just keep selling them and like teach, you know, live workshops and like make it, make it a whole thing. Like I was, I was thinking like, maybe this will finally be the year where I can like start selling digital products and, um, bring all my teaching, my writing teaching that I was doing last year, from in person to online and like figure out a way to scale that and blah 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 so like that was that was the goal this year at least when I started in January and then it just got to the middle of February and I just was feeling like why is everything just the same like why is it all the exact same I don't feel like I'm doing anything like even though I have these these goals that I set and I I just feel like I always do this I always well I do I do always do this so I just started feeling like this was just another pattern. I just I just felt like, okay, it's great to like have this goal, sure, but what am I actually really actually doing to make this happen? Like it just didn't seem like it was going to become a reality. So like middle middle of February, I just started having this realization that like no, making online courses and stuff that's just like not it. Like it's not 
I, I don't think that's gonna work. Like it's not. I can already feel myself being like, Ugh, like no, like just just no. Like I could, yeah. I don't know. I just could feel that that wasn't the answer. And um, so then I started to kind of worry and think like, okay, well then what the actual fuck am I doing? Like what the fuck? Like I thought that this is what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to teach. I thought I wanted to teach writing, and like create a group coaching writing program and like do all this stuff and like it would be so cool to just do writing related things professionally for the rest of my life like I love writing I love creating I love writing writing stories and um isn't is that not isn't that not what I have wanted to do since I was a kid like why would I why would I now be thinking this about myself that like this isn't it like so I was just like so frustrated and at the time I actually was teaching a a a writing class at like the school nearby just like a four week long type of thing which was great it went really well it was awesome but it was right in the middle of teaching that that I was like I don't want to do this online and I don't really want to like do it all the time because I don't want to just work with just anyone like student wise or client wise like um I, I felt I felt like I just had a very specific way in mind that I was seeing how I wanted to to go through life. I don't know if that made any sense at all, but anyway, so middle fe- middle of February, this all started to kind of fall apart. This this illusion that I was like doing something and that I was going to reach my goals this year and then it just went into March and usually in the past, um I well actually I did kind of panic and I got a tarot reading with my reader. I <laughs> This happens almost every six months on on cue. I usually have some sort of crisis and then I book a reading with my my reader and she gives me an awesome reading and I always feel so rejuvenated after and like refreshed and um, and feel so good about it afterwards and I make all these changes and then I feel like, okay, good, there, I did the thing, I fixed the problem, we're good. And then, and then it kind of goes along and things feel okay and then like six months later it comes back around and it's it's things are not good anymore. So that has been happening the past two years. And so, of course, in February, I booked a reading, a tarot reading with my um, with my reader. And it was awesome. It was a good reading. But instead of panicking afterwards and, like, making all these changes based on the reading and, like, based on what I wanted to do and all this stuff like I've done in the past, I kind of went into March um, p- very passively. And, like, I just kind of, instead of be- taking action and and, like panicking and like making a bunch of changes and like doing all this stuff which I was thinking of doing um I was thinking of like I had all these crazy like I was even thinking all these crazy ideas about like maybe I shouldn't be working with some of the clients I have right now maybe I should be looking for new clients maybe I should be doing this blah 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 like I started to have that whole changing you know crisis but like it's like making change for the sake of just overcoming a crisis like it wasn't the right way to make change so anyway usually I I have done that but this time I didn't feel like I should do that like I just felt like no like that's not the answer either so I just went into March very like passively and um I I don't know if relaxed is the right word but I I just like didn't worry I was just like I'm not gonna do anything I'm just not gonna do anything I'm just going to receive information from the universe and the world and whatever's around me and just like sit here and think about stuff like I don't want to make any really rash decisions just yet that was like the first half of March um and then towards the end of March I started making rash decisions <laughs> so it only lasted a few weeks but like they were really good decisions in the end so 
I don't know, going into March, March was a really weird month for me, for sure. Um, but it was really good. Like it was a good weird. And this was right around when I started getting really into astrology. And I uh, binge watched like a bunch of YouTube videos on astrology. I learned as much as I could about it. And now I know so much more about astrology than I ever did. And I've even started doing like readings for friends, just like for fun to practice and that kind of a thing. And anyway, so that was a very transformative month for me. Um, and then that was when I like canceled all the rest of my guest interviews for my for this podcast, which was back then known as Wild Creative. And that's also when I decided at that point towards the end of March, I had a really bad night in, in March um, on one evening where I was just like, I don't know if depressed is the right word, or but I just like had a very emotional night. <laughs> it was very emotional. I was very, um, what's the point? What's the point of me? Um, what do I, you know, what am I even doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then like a week later, I even did like kind of a podcast episode about that. And that's actually how I ended Wild Creative and I ended that season. So I, I felt like I was like tying up loose ends or something at the end of March. Um, and then, and then that's kind of when I got the idea to do this like 30 day fresh start blank slate kind of challenge thing in April. And I was also feeling inspired to do it because I had been consuming so much content in February and March, just in this like passive state of not knowing what the hell to do, this like paralysis state. And I was kind of inspired by some of the content I was taking in by these other women and like they were creating such cool things and they were and they were doing a little bit of like what I want to do, but um but then I but then I could feel myself thinking like, okay, I don't I don't okay, it's cool what they're doing and I do feel inspired by what they're doing, but I don't want to be influenced by them. I don't want to be swayed by them and think that like oh, I need to do exactly what they're doing. I like, I didn't want to, I just didn't want to be taking in any more content because I could just feel myself becoming too invested in like what other people are doing and then comparing myself. And anyway, so that's kind of how I got into this whole idea of like, okay, well, I need to shut off that tap. I just need to stop taking in stuff. I just need to stop consuming. And so that's how this whole challenge came about. So that's where I was when I started April 1st was very much tapped out creatively but like not in a good sense I was like tapped out because I was consuming too much had no room in my own brain to like think of my own things to do um and I'm still undergoing this weird transformation ever since mid-February so I felt like there was like bigger things to come like I said like I said before I've had this type of crisis in the past but this time it just like felt different so I was just kind of like waiting to see what was going to happen so Okay, finally, I'm going to get into actually what happened. <laughs> so in April, I did a little tracker for myself to track how many times every day I reached for my phone to either check social media as a distraction, like just to go on my phone. And so for the first few days, like from April 1st to 6th, I reached for my phone every day, like around 10 or 11 times which I guess doesn't seem like a lot out of given how many hours there are in a day, but that I feel like that's kind of a lot. I don't know. So, um, and then it kind of petered off like around April 7th to the 9th, it went down to four times a day. And then from 10th to 
the 20th, it, it went back and forth between three and twi- three and two times a day, mostly two times a day. And then around April 21st and onwards, I think I just stopped tracking because it wasn't even like on my mind anymore. So I just have zero for the rest of the month. So it took me like three weeks pretty much to stop this desire to just like constantly reach for my phone or if I was on my phone doing a text, texting someone back or looking at an email, um, the, the desire, stopping the desire to that my, my finger would just automatically, without my even deciding to, it would just sc- scroll to the next screen where my, where my Facebook app and Instagram app normally would have been. And it just like immediately was like going, it's like it had a mind of its own. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't want to go there. So I, I, would, I would find these weird moments where my hand would just like swipe to where it it normally would go if if my had my social media apps been on my phone so it was like really weird noticing that and then um yeah like i said by april 21st i i I stopped tracking that because it was apparently not happening anymore at that point enough to even warrant uh tracking so that was kind of interesting to see and even now even now i'm back on social media and i like am so disinterested in it like i had a moment today where I don't know, it was like 1 or 2 p.m. or something before I realized that I hadn't even been on Facebook yet. And I was just like, oh, wow, that's like, that's very new for me. Uh, I, I normally would be on that first thing in the morning. Um, so, and then for each day, I kind of took a little note about, or made a little note of like what um, what was happening that day. And then I also had journal entries every week, like a, a weekly reflection. So first I'm going to go through this kind of daily um overall overview of how each day kind of went of like the highlights and then I'll talk about like my weekly reflections and what some of the big takeaways were each week so on day one I noticed right away that I was having these kind of like withdrawal symptoms like I felt like I was addicted to zoning out and um, I had never really sat and just done nothing at least not in a very long time like and I, I mean nothing like just sat in my living room and stared at the wall because I wasn't allowed to go on social media and I, d- I was done work for the day and I had done all the other things I could think of to do. I'd, maybe, I, maybe I'd already had dinner. I was just sitting there and, I didn't, really f- and I, I didn't really feel like watching something. So I just noticed that like on the first day already, I had these, these moments where it was, I noticed that I was like, I was like drawn to the chair in my living room where I normally would sit and like scroll for, out, for, like, for hours on my phone. And I just had this like urge to go do that throughout the day. So it was a really weird realization noticing that I was like addicted to this zoning out thing. And then day two, um, this is where I started playing around with ChatGPT, um, as we all have been doing these days. And so that was interesting and fun. Um, But then I also wrote this note here about having free time and not knowing what to do with it or where to start on my to-do list and I felt like I couldn't prioritize so it was like okay I, I now I have this free time all this extra free time from not going online and I like didn't know what to do with it I was like what do I even what do I do like I I have a whole list of things to do and I don't even know where to start with this list normally I would just be like oh I guess I'll just go online for a bit and then you know and then I'll, I'll do the list later but I didn't have that option this time. This time I really had to face the list of things and like pick something and like do it. And and so there was just like this aversion to having this free time and not knowing what to do with it. 
um, and not being able to prioritize once I had the free time of like what I wanted to work on. So again, this like just this like weird addiction to zoning out and not having to think like, yeah, like being awake and being alive, but without having to think. And then day three, I started to feel pretty energized. And I again, I was trying to bring my focus back to my to-do list, but found that I really, I really just like couldn't prioritize. So I wasn't sure again, like where, like what to do. And yet I, again, I was feeling energized. So, so that was good. And then day four, I actually accomplished some really overdue tasks, like renewing my UK passport, which was set to expire this June. Um, and I finally mailed my parents' Christmas present to them as well. <laughs> that is very, very late. Um, and the reason that took so long to do was partly because they weren't home at Christmas, so I didn't want to send it while they weren't there. But also I couldn't find a box for the longest time, like a small box to put this stuff in. And so I just kept putting it off. So I finally, I felt really accomplished that day on day four, where like I actually did these like outstanding long overdue tasks that had been on my whiteboard as like a task to do for like literally months and months. So I felt really productive and I felt like, like I had the headspace to do, to do those types of things. And then day five, I felt like I was like actually starting to function properly again. Like I started having these creative thoughts come up out of nowhere. Like I've, I, I haven't, I haven't had that happen in ages. So I would just be doing something throughout the day and like I'd start thinking about an idea for a personal essay or something that I I just hadn't had that type of creative um, spontaneity in such a long time. And then day six, um, I noticed that I was like way more engaged with my dog. Um, Like I was playing with him like so much more and just like super on his level, like really, I just felt like really bonded to him. And um, I just, I don't know, I just... I'm pretty good with him as it is. Like I'm, we're already very bonded and um, he's hard to miss. Even though he's small, he is just a bundle of joy, an absolute like energizer battery type of dog. Um, So he's definitely not like quiet and, you know, inconspicuous. Like it's hard to not notice him on a daily basis. And I take him out for walks all the time. I, I always do play with him, but I just felt like I wasn't really paying attention to him a whole lot. But then this week, that week on that day, I noticed that I was like way more engaged with him, just more present with him, I guess. And um, and then I started actually turning to this like abundance mindset. And um, I started singing more around the house too, like happily, <laughs> just for like no reason at all for fun, I guess. I mean, I play and sing the piano a lot, but like it's rare that I'm like humming or like singing little songs and stuff around the house um so I just noticed all these like things were changing and yeah I just felt more present that day and then April 7th um I started becoming way more thankful for my work and my clients and kind of realizing that like I really actually have awesome clients and no I definitely do not want to give them up and I can't believe I even I was thinking about doing that a month ago like so um I just had this like epiphany about my work and how appreciative I am of of it and then on April 9th um I started letting go about all these old beliefs about monetizing my website and um this 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 2023 theme of of finance that I had set out the year with, I started letting go of that. And I realized that the theme of this year is really actually transformation, not finance. Um, Cause that's what it was feeling like that day. And maybe that's still true. I don't know, but um, seems pretty right to me. So 
uh, yeah, I just started, like, letting go of this idea to, like, monetize every single goddamn thing that I do. Like, I have to monetize my website, I have to be making money from it, and blah blah blah. I just kind of felt like I was letting go of, of that belief. But then, on April 11th, this is when I started losing focus a bit. This is when I binge-watched the first and second season of White Lotus, and, um... I just still was not creating, and uh, on April 12th and 13th, I just wrote stuck. <laughs> so I was just like in, I just like lost focus. I fell off the, the wagon, I guess, a bit, and I just felt stuck during those few days. And I felt um, like I wasn't, I sure, I wasn't going on social media and I wasn't consuming all this like stupid like social media stuff, but at the same time, I wasn't creating like I had also intended to, to be part of the challenge. So, um, I just felt, yeah, I don't know. It didn't feel as creative at, by this point as I had hoped I would. And then um, on April 14th, I wrote in my notes here that I feel like I kind of failed the challenge because I went on YouTube and I watched some of those like short YouTube videos. Um, so I guess I had like a bit of a relapse there. And um, But then I started thinking about like reorienting myself in terms of where I am in the world, and I'll, I'll talk about that more in, in my journals, my journal entries. Then, on April 15th, I feel like I kind of was getting back on track. I started drafting some blog post ideas. Um, April 16th, 17th, I started writing blog posts, um, I st and I also started clearing out my shed, because that's a big project I'm doing this year, which is to convert my shed, which is 12 by 18 feet, into a art studio slash like guest bedroom type of thing, but mostly an art studio. And it's it's really hideous inside. It's got like, well, it doesn't anymore because I took it all out. But at the time, it had all this really gross insulation in it. And like some of the walls had drywall. Most of them didn't. There was rot all along the windows because the rain got in. So the like you know, the boards and the, the insulation that was there was basically disintegrated into like dirt. And, I, and there's all these ceiling tiles on the, on the, on the rafters as well. And, um, so I took all of that down, stripped all of it out, exposed the nice, like beams and rafters up top instead of having like a, a low ceiling. Um, yeah. So I, I started cleaning out the shed that week. And then, um, on April 17th, I, my note here just says, I, I I was doing the dishes with no stimulation. <laughs> so some oftentimes when I'm doing the dishes or when I'm like making food or something, I will always put on something. I will always put on a YouTube video or I'll start watching a Netflix show or I'll put on a podcast. Like I always have something on and then I'm like listening to it kind of in the background while I'm doing stuff, which is like fine to do. You don't, it's not like it's horrible to do that. But I think my point is that I was always wanting like some sort of stimulation when I just when I'm doing something as mundane as making food or doing the dishes. It's like why can't I just for once just like do the dishes silently, just like and be there just with myself and the dishes and not be taking in something. Like why do I always have to be taking in something? So I just noticed that day that I was like, "Oh, I I did the dishes today and I didn't even need or feel like I needed to to put any stimulation on for myself." Um and then April 18th I feel like I wrote my best song yet on the piano. <laughs> so I've been writing, I've been, well, I've been playing piano since I was, I don't know, eight or something like that. I've been singing my whole life, but I'm not a performer, although I would like to be, I'm just way too terrified, but I'll get there eventually. But I do sing and play piano at my house by myself 
a lot. And I started writing songs in 2020, I think it was, or 2021. Um, cause before that I just used to do covers all the time, but this time I actually started making my own original songs. So I have a bunch of songs and a bunch of lyrics and stuff written out for all these different songs that I've done since 2021. But I feel like this past month I wrote my like best catchiest song yet. It's like, I'm really pleased with it. I love how it sounds. It's super fun. And I just like, I I'm really proud of the lyrics. They're some of the best I feel that I've ever written. So I just feel like I, I had really good successful um session with with the piano in in april and i just was like really really happy with that song it was just such i just i probably have sung that song like five thousand times in the past few weeks because it's just so fun to play and i love singing it and yeah so i was really happy with that um and then april 19th i was using chat gpt to draft blog posts for my website and i think i got like nine or so drafted so i felt really accomplished in that regard even though I got AI to do the work for me like whatever I don't really care I'm still going to edit the blog posts and put them in my own voice and that kind of a thing but just the fact that I figured out how to use it in a way to draft this stuff for myself so that it really cuts down a lot of time for for someone who wants to be creating content regularly and like my clients are using it now as well like it's I think it's awesome I really I think AI is going to be uh, such a useful tool for that kind of stuff. So yeah, so that was really fun. And then on April 20th, I finally went to my first um, writer's group at the cafe in a really long time. Like I used to go to that all the time every week, like since last fall. Um, and but I just was really feeling not up to it during like March and a bit of February because of the whole like weird introspective time I was going through so I was just like I just hadn't been to a writer's group meetup in a really long time so I finally went to one on April 20th and it was just so good it was so good to see everyone again and I got excited again about doing writer stuff in the community and I was excited to get back online like I, I wasn't going back online but I was hearing about some writing events that that um that had been advertised on Facebook that I, of course I hadn't heard of because I wasn't on Facebook. So I was like, damn it, I'm missing, like, I'm missing all these like cool events that are going on. So it kind of made me like eager to get back to Facebook just for that, just so I could keep up to date with like cool writing events. And then on April 21st, this is when I discovered the meaning of my North and South node with my 12th and 6th house in my natal chart. And that was a huge thing for me. It, uh, it, it really, I was, I was researching it, what it means and like the, the meaning behind it and everything. And I like deep dived into that part of my natal chart for the first time properly. Um, and it really made sense to me. It resonated way too, way too closely. And it actually like gave me a little bit of anxiety because I was like, this is way too fucking real. And like, I feel way too seen. <laughs> like this is, this is the root of my problem right now I feel which I will kind of get into that in a little bit with my journal entries so that was a really big day for me discovering that and then I didn't really take a whole lot of notes for the rest of the month um, other than I realized how much I actually need to conquer having a routine and having discipline and again that kind of goes with the north and south node thing which I'll talk about and then by the end of all of this I uh, on on April 28th I the note that I wrote was to embrace my more Sagittarius side um 
And uh, that's that's something I, I will go into further in a minute. And then April 29th, I recorded and posted my first YouTube video vlog thing uh, to YouTube. And I started a YouTube channel, basically. So uh, that was like a huge thing for me because I haven't been on YouTube in like 10 years in terms of like making videos. And the videos I made back in like 2013, 2014 or whatever they were, or whenever it was, it was for BookTube and it was like book review stuff and that kind of a thing. And I like rewatched some of them at this at this point because I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I need to, I need to see what the hell I was doing back then. And oh my god, it's just like so embarrassing and cringy. I'm never gonna tell anybody what the handle is called for that <laughs> for my for that channel. But yeah, so I I had clearly I had started trying to make content in the past. Like clearly something about making content online resonated with me. Like this isn't the first time I've tried to to do this. Um and I just but I just gave it up because it was it was difficult for me back then. I hated seeing myself on camera. I hated, I felt, I felt awkward and I sounded awkward and all this stuff. And I just like, I, yeah, I, anyway, I'm just, I just realized like the last few days that like, I couldn't have, I couldn't have started a YouTube channel again at this point without, um, without having done this detox and without having learned about my natal chart. Like I really couldn't have, like, it was just too there's no way I could have gone to where I am now without the way in which it did, if that makes sense. Like there, there was no, like looking back now, like there's no other way that I could have gotten to making content and starting a YouTube channel and, and even, even like redoing this podcast without everything that has happened. Like it, it was all kind of like meant, meant to be, I guess, or like it was meant to happen in that way. So anyway, now I'm going to talk about a few more things in depth. So on day one, uh, so April 1st, I wrote a, a journal entry just to like talk about like I'm starting the challenge officially today, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of, I was reading back over that journal entry. And so some of the things I talked about in that, on that day was I was, I was reflecting back on fantasies that I've had about how I want to see myself and how I want others to see myself and that is someone who is like super confident and like really charismatic and maybe is even like a bit of a leader and like looked looked not looked up to but like looked to for for certain things like an authority on certain things um but yeah just mostly that was someone who was really confident and embodied and like charismatic and I saw in that entry, I was just writing about how I've always felt like that's such a fantasy that I have about myself. It just doesn't feel like that's ever going to be a reality or like it feels so hard, like it feels so far away to make that a reality. So it was interesting to read about that. And then I also wrote about, um, oh, I was like diving in deeper to my my Sagittarius and Gemini placement in my chart. Um, so this was really interesting because this is actually, I feel like, the whole month came full circle because in the end, everything came back to that Sagittarius Gemini placement. So it was really interesting to see that on day one of April, I talk about it. And then I kind of went on this like journey through April and did all these things and didn't do some things and blah, blah, blah. And at the very end of it, like the very, very final days of April, I came back again to my natal chart and Sagittarius and Gemini. And that's when I had like the biggest epiphany about everything and just like went forward from there. So I will explain very briefly about that because this could be a whole other episode on, which it will be on my natal chart and everything. But basically 
in my natal chart, there is your sun sign, which is the the sign of the like the month that you're born in. So I was born in December, so I have a Sagittarius sun. And but in my rising in, in my natal chart, my ascendant or my rising sign is Gemini. And the way that those two signs are placed, they are they are placed exactly opposite each other in the chart. My Gemini is in the first house. Um, which is your ascendant house, basically. It's the house of identity. It's like the house of your sense of, of self or not your sense of self, but your your independence and your identity. And also because it's your rising sign, your your rising sign is kind of like the mask you wear. Um, some people also say that it's who you truly are when no one's looking. And so uh, Gemini is very much, it's an air sign. It's all about like uh, the, the mental capacity and faculties and they're very, um, they're very they're, it's also the sign about communication and taking in information and processing information and gathering information and researching. They're also very um, good at small talk and being like, you know, flitting back and forth between topics very easily. They're very, just think of someone who's like a very airy, like bouncing around type of person, but also super uh, information heavy um, and always taking in information. It's very much a mental energy, whereas the uh, Sagittarius is like kind of the opposite. They are a fire sign, so there's there, there's more about action. They're more about doing things. They're more about that create creativity, creative energy, and it's also the traveler sign, um, the sign about uh, not so much gathering knowledge and 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 research and that kind of thing like Gemini, but um, finding wisdom like they're they're more about that like living out in the real world in experiences and then you know transforming their experiences into wisdom and like life lessons and that kind of thing and that's why they love to travel and like they're where they're more prone to traveling is because they they learn they gather their, their wisdom through that through through that means um and and uh, but they're more they're less about thinking they're more about just doing just do it um and so I relate to both, but lately I feel like I've related way more to Gemini than Sagittarius. And I feel like, yes, I'm very much, I've been deep diving into researching all kinds of things and I feel uh, very knowledgeable on lots of different things, but I feel like I'm not doing anything with it. Like, I feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm theorizing a lot and thinking a lot and overthinking a lot, but I'm not putting into practice anything that I'm taking in, which is what a Sagittarius would do. So there was like this really stunted feeling there but that there was no flow between the signs like there there just wasn't happening and um and so your sun sign which is my Sagittarius your sun sign is like your ego your sense of self it's kind of like how you see yourself um even though your Gemini your rising sign for me is like the mask that you might wear when you actually meet someone you might put up that front first um so so mine are the opposite. So my Gemini is in the first house. My Sagittarius is directly opposite in the seventh house, which means they are opposing, which is not, it's not a favorable aspect to have because it means they're at odds with each other all the time. And so that's kind of what I was journaling about on the first day of April. And that is, I had been fe really feeling that a lot um, in the past few months. And so I just, I actually wrote in my journal that day, I need to embrace my Sagittarius side more. And little did I know that this was going to be the main lesson of all of April. Um, so even though it was, you know, all to do with detoxing from social media and, um, you know, creating more and consuming less and blah, 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 detoxing, blah, 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 all that stuff. 
the real lesson was really about this Sagittarius energy. So that was that's just an interesting thing to note that I was writing about on day one. Okay, April 9th, I wrote a journal entry reflecting back on the first week of April. And I wrote that it was it it went super well and I feel so different already and that my abundance my my mindset shifted from a scarcity mindset to abundance, basically meaning that instead of feeling like I never have enough of anything, I never have enough money, I know I don't sure I have I have this house and I have this dog and I have this and that and blah blah blah, but I still don't have this, 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 and this. Um, and I'm still not able to do this, this, and this. And um, and so that's like a scarcity mindset, right? So I just noticed in the first week, I shifted to this abundance mindset and was more like, well, shit, I have, I have this and I have this and I already have this and I don't have to worry about this because I have this and blah, blah, blah. So it was more like noticing all the things I already do have and like all the good things I already have in my life. Um, and I real basically realizing that I, I have an awesome life and I just started feeling way less resentful about everything. Um, and I realized I actually am kind of living the dream life that I set out for in 2018. Cause when I, when I quit my like nine to five job in 2018 and started learning about like the fact that, oh, you can like make money online. You can make money working remotely. Like this is awesome. Um, my goal was to be able to work remotely from home for myself at, or like for, for my clients I guess um but like through my own business and I that's like literally what I do like I've been doing that for like three years almost now well I guess yeah three years because January 2020 was when I really went full full on with this like virtual assistant remote work type of thing so yeah like I've been doing that since 20 for three years now so um I just had that realization that's like oh I kind of already did make it like I kind of already did do the thing that I had wanted to to do like you know five years ago and then I also started rebranding my website that week um but overall I still wasn't really creating as much as I wanted I, I wasn't writing any poetry I wasn't working on my book I wasn't uh doing it like re- recording any new podcast episodes like preemptively for for the following month I wasn't making any videos yet um so yeah and then so April 15th I wrote a little reflection on how the second week went and that was the week that I binged White Lotus um which was a really good show but yeah I really wasn't supposed to have done that but you know I kind of told myself like well the episodes are all like an hour long and that that's like almost movie length so it's kind of like I'm watching a movie but no I would I would watch like three or four episodes in one evening so it was definitely breaking the rules there Um, I still wasn't going on social media, but I do feel like I was falling off the bandwagon in week two a little bit. Um, and I still wasn't creating content or writing as much as I thought I would. However, I did design the new cover for the podcast for the art of existing with the horse on the front with the helmet, the space helmet. So I was like super happy with how that turned out. And, um, this is when I started thinking about like time and space and like the fact that, I was born in 1993 and like, what if I live to be a hundred? Then that means I'll be alive when it's 2093. Like, oh my God, like what's the world going to be like then? Like we have chat GPT right now. Like, and that's like crazy good. Like I was just started thinking, like orienting myself in time and space and just realizing how like crazy life is. (laughs) Um, And just realizing that like, I have my little world, like my my own little world, but I'm also living in the world. Like I, I like we all have our world within the world. Like it's so weird that we go around and we have our own little worlds 
Sometimes we're in other people's worlds and we know what's kind of going on with them. Most of the time, though, we have no freaking idea like who who's dealing with what and what's happening in their world. But then on top of that, there is also the world, like the planet that we live on. And we're all engaged in that no matter what's going on in our own little world. So it's just like this like weird. This is when I kind of got existential and was like <laughs> thinking about um my existence, basically. I also finally got a mattress that week. So I moved into this house a year ago, um, and I have been sleeping on an air mattress from last April to this past March. Um, (laughs) And I was sleeping in a sleeping bag too. So I just put off getting a mattress for so goddamn long, but then Enzo, my dog, put a hole in my mattress in March. So then I slept on the couch for a month while I painted the upstairs and like got it ready to put an actual mattress in there. And then, so that was the week I finally got a mattress. So that was like a big deal for me. I, and then April, and then on April 23rd, I wrote another reflection about how the third week went. This is when I started using ChatGPT for creating content and blog posts. This is when I wrote that awesome song on the piano that I was like super happy about which I would love to get produced someday but I don't I have no idea how to go about doing that um and this is when I started stripping down the shed so yeah maybe I wasn't like creating art like I thought I was going to I thought I was gonna like get back into macrame and like do some painting and stuff but I really don't have I don't have the supplies first of all and I don't have the space for that so but I did do some things with my hands which was stripping down the shed so I felt really good about that I made a lot of progress on the shed But again, I still was not creating a whole lot of content still. So I just felt like I wasn't quite meeting that second half of the challenge. Um, And then towards the end of the week, of the third week, that's when I started looking at the south and north node placements in my houses, in my natal charts. So I'll explain that as well briefly. So because this kind of goes with the Sagittarius and Gemini thing. So my north node is in my sixth house in the sign of Sagittarius. And that means my south node is exactly opposite, which is in the 12th house, and it's in the sign of Gemini. And for those who are listening who are astrology geeks as well, I read Placidus natal charts, so that's why Gemini is is um, able to be in the 12th house and first house because it's in Placidus. I don't do whole sign uh, rarely. Like I, I do know how to read both, but I anyway, I prefer Placidus. So that's like a that's like a side note for any astrology geeks out there. Um, anyway, so North Node is all about your, your destiny that in this lifetime. This is like the life lessons that your soul wants to learn in this lifetime. And so depending on what house it's in, that's kind of like the area of focus that you're going to feel pulled towards or feel the most challenged to do because it's it's not your expertise. It's not your area of expertise. Your south node is your area of expertise. That's your comfort zone. That's where you have that's where you're really good at. That's where you have had um, the most success with in, in either past lives or like earlier parts of your life if you don't believe in, in past lives and that kind of thing. So for me, having my south node in the 12th house in Gemini, basically the, the 12th house is all about the unseen. It's about um, dreams and your subconscious and self-sabotage, self-sabotage and hidden enemies and... Um, 
just like the shadow side and it's very shadowy it's also about spirituality it's a very shadowy house it's very it's very um dreamland and like fantasy oriented and it's ruled traditionally by pisces and pisces is all about creativity it's a water sign it's very ethereal and like free-flowing so 12th house is very much about all of the unseen stuff all the metaphysical things and so with my north node there in gemini basically that means i have a tendency to um get stuck in my head a lot and you know I, I really struggle with bringing my dreams to fruition because that's what the sixth house is all about the sixth house is the house of daily routine and like mundane everyday life um it's also the house of serving others and also serving yourself so like self-development personal development it's also about health and wellness it's also the house of small pets so um it's traditionally ruled by virgo um, and Virgo is like the detail-oriented, organizational like uh, sign, and they're all about service and serving others. And I have a Virgo moon, FYI. So, <laughs> um, anyway, so with my but with my North Node in Sagittarius, that means basically that in this lifetime, my destiny is, and the thing that my soul most wants to learn is that I it it wants to focus on mastering the sixth house so overcoming all of those challenges to make a routine to live a more structured life to organize and be really detailed and also to serve others and to serve yourself but because it's Sagittarius it wants to do it in a really expansive way and so basically the way in which I will best serve my north node placement is in this Sagittarius way which is to always be out doing something every day going to a new place being, keeping busy because uh, Sagittarius is a very restless energy. They like to move around a lot. They like to, whether it's traveling like long, far distances, like foreign countries, or just traveling around in your car, going, driving here and there, and, or walking around or hiking, like whatever. As long as they're very, as long as they're moving, they're happy. And so to master my North Node and Sixth House in Sagittarius, harnessing that like energetic, creative, like free flowing, um, action oriented an expansive energy of Sagittarius through that I can kind of learn how to have a routine and how to have structure and how to pull all of my dreams and fantasies from the 12th house that I'm so good at fantasizing about and put them into the real world so that's what the the real struggle between the 12th and 6th house is is that I really struggle with making my dreams come true like putting things into reality I'm really at home living in the fantasy world and the imaginary world. I, and this is probably why I like being a writer is because I love just going to those other places in my head and, and, and staying there. Um, the, I, this is also probably why I love dreaming too. I love sleeping. I love dreams. I've always loved dreams. I've always been so drawn to the subconscious and dreams. And I've actually connected subconscious, the subconscious to poetry for me like like it's a whole thing so I this made total sense to me when I read this um and when I was a kid I even did like a speech on dreams and when I was in high school I did a whole presentation on dreams for my English class somehow I forget how I like connected the two but I remember doing that and so I have struggled with bringing all my my greatest dreams into reality and it's weird because I I'm also on the surface I am actually a very tenacious person if I want something done 
I'll pretty much consider it done. Like I, I, I will make a change. I have no problem making a change and like enacting it and like just doing it. Like I, if, if it's, um, especially if it's a big change and that's, but that to me is more like an event-based thing rather than a daily thing. It's like, okay, here's an occasion. Here's an event. Here's like a, here's like a, a once in a lifetime type of thing, like moving or selling all your, yeah, selling all your stuff and moving, um, quitting your job and going to like work online like those like big one-off changes I'm very tenacious about that and once I decide to do something it's pretty much done and including like relationships too like breaking up with someone is like done like over like I I I, so in a weird way I can be quite structured and um like accomplishing things and getting things done but it's very what is the word when it's like it's very up and down. It's very, it's very out of the blue and random and like occasional. Like it, there has to be some sort of occasion, some sort of context or event happening in my life that like causes it to happen. It's not a daily thing by any means. Like I've always structured with having a daily routine and having a daily schedule and following it and all this stuff. So that's what this, that's what the sixth house is all about. So this is the week where I really noticed that difference. And that was like a huge, a huge moment for me. So I started coming around to this idea of routine in a way that I hadn't before. I was like, I really can see how my natal chart is reflecting back at me, like the truth of myself. Like it's, it's weirdly accurate and um, weirdly relatable. And also my, I have a Sagittarius sun. So like it feels right to me to be expansive and live a larger than life life on a daily basis. That is in fact what I've always wanted to do. I always want to be doing something. I always want to be living a fulfilled a fulfilled life cuz like who knows when you're going to not be here anymore, you know? So um that that resonated with me really like a lot. So that was a really important week for me. And then April 28th, I journaled a bit kind of on the final week. And this is when I so I have this like newfound knowledge about Sagittarius, North Node, blah, blah, blah. I need to like have a routine. I need to just, I need to just do things. Stop thinking about them. Just do it. If I want to make a YouTube video, just do it. So then on April 28th, I was writing in my journal about how I have this like paralyzing anxiety about starting a YouTube channel and, and doing the podcast and stuff. Like, I don't know if I really can do it. Like, what if, what if this and what if that? And like, what if I look ugly on camera? And like, what if I look like an idiot and like all these things and all this all these insecurities came up again and partly brought on by this habit of having always done that but also at the time it was brought on by doing my um bookkeeping that week because I sent out my invoices for April and I realized that like I didn't make nearly as much in April as I as I wanted to or thought that I did and so I was sending I sent out my invoices and then I tried to like set my budget for May and I was like holy fuck I have like no I I don't really have a budget because I have no friggin' money. Like I didn't make, I didn't make in April what I had been making in January, February, and March for some reason. So I was just, and that's like the nature of working for yourself at having an online business at home. Like sometimes you do a lot of client work in one month and then another month, a few of your clients like don't have any work for you to do or whatever. So April was just one of those months where it was like a bit less than like what I was used to. And so then I started freaking out again. I'm like, oh my God, is this a sign that I should really just like, you know, 
get with it like you know fuck making content like fuck making videos like that seems that's such a stupid childish thing to do like who cares like why would why should I do that like they don't make me money why would I why should I put my energy into that like all these insecurities came back and so I just had this like again this like analysis paralysis very Gemini energy overthinking just in my head constantly sitting here in my chair frozen like not doing anything so um and in the past, I would have at this point just given up and thought, yeah, like to hell with it. I just need to be, I need to make more money, 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 money. I need to like find ways to make money. I need to get more clients. I need to work harder, blah, blah, blah. In the past, yeah, I would have, um, I would have just given up and decided like, no, I'm not going to do the channel. There's no point. Um, but now with my like newfound insight into astrology and um, doing this detox and all this other stuff that had been happening since this like weird transformative period started in February I now knew that I had to do it because it was going to be hard I knew that because it was giving me this anxiety I knew that that was actually exactly why I had to do it so rather than in the past I would have looked at that as a reason not to do it but it was because of that it I just saw it just solidified for me that like yes you actually have to do this because otherwise, I will just stay in my south node for forever. I will stay in my comfort zone. I'll stay in that fantasy world where I fantasize about traveling the world and making lots of money and, and having a good life and achieving and doing all the experiences and things I want to do. That'll just always be a fantasy if I stay in my south node, in my comfort zone, because that's what I'm good at. I'm good at fantasizing. I'm good at theorizing. I'm really good at uh, researching and gathering all the information. But now it's time to be good at actually putting it into practice, actually doing it, actually being a Sagittarius, basically being my sun sign and not wearing the Gemini mask all the time. So, uh, and I don't, you know, Gemini has its place for me. It, it's, I do need it. It's very much part of my chart. So I'm not getting rid of it entirely. I'm not saying that I need to get rid of it entirely, but it definitely, it's a tricky one because it is in, it is my South node. It's not just my mask that I wear. It's also my comfort zone. Like it's, it's so, it's 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 a hard one to kind of overcome. People who have their sun sign and their rising sign as the same sign are lucky because their sense of self and ego and who they show themselves to be to others is all the same. So like they don't have to like have this internal uh, like opposition and conflict like what I do with both of my, both of mine being the total opposite. So I just knew at this point that like I actually just have to do it and um, I'm, Sagittarius is all about in order to do those things that you have to be vulnerable and you have to be brave and you have to um just like have faith in yourself I guess and yeah I just I, I at that time I also had just watched a documentary on Netflix by Benet Brown uh I forget what it's called but it's she talks about vulnerability something about courage or the change or something it's on Netflix so if you look her up you'll see it but um so that was like it just seemed like all really fitting and really timely so yeah I just found myself really grappling with this reality and fantasy thing again and having this anxiety um but in the end I ended up embracing that Sagittarius energy I did a vlog on I filmed a vlog on April 29th I posted it I edited it pretty much right away and I posted it that evening and I just did it I didn't think too hard about it I didn't think about like is anyone gonna get anything from this and blah 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 it's like well it's actually just more important to me at this point to just create for myself and then later, once I like find my vibe and I like get in the flow and I kind of figure myself out more of how I want to appear on camera and all these things, 
then I'll start to like really worry about like creating useful content. So right now I'm kind of just doing it to prove to myself that I actually can turn my uh, fantasies and like imaginations into reality. So that is all I have for you in terms of my debrief about how the month of April went. In uh, Suffice to say it was very transformative for me it was I it was so needed I it couldn't have gone any other way or it couldn't have come at a better time and yeah like I said like looking back none of this could have happened in any other way like I couldn't have got to this point sooner in my life like I I had to I had to have gotten to this point through astrology like that was a huge thing for me this these past few months um yeah so it's it was it's it was a great experiment to do if you are someone who feels inspired by this and who has been online way too much who has been consuming way too much and who is feeling like really you know down about themselves and kind of hating on yourself and feeling stuck and just feeling like shit like honestly ask yourself like are you maybe just online too much like honestly like i i think a lot of us pretty much everyone you meet, I would say, is online way too much, like just consuming mindlessly. It's okay to be on there mindfully, sure, but I think that we don't do that. I think I think that's rarer to do. Like I, I, I don't think that's very common. So just ask yourself, like, what role is social media playing in your life? What role is consumption playing in your life? How often do you consume things? Like, are you out buying shit that you don't need constantly are you buying and and the stuff that you are buying and, and that you're like listening to online the the like content you're taking in from these people is it good like is it good quality is it um is it worth your time you know because your time is valuable like that's all actually i was going to say that's all you have in life but it's actually the one thing that you don't have nobody has time you you know, we could die at any second, like not, well, not at any second, I guess, unless like you have an aneurysm or something, but you could get an accident. You could be diagnosed with cancer. Like it, so many things could come for you out of nowhere. So like, why would you, like your time is valuable. Like why would you spend it or waste it on something that isn't, it's not worth your time. It's not worth it. Um, so I don't know. I guess I would just encourage you to be more mindful about like what you're doing with your time and be okay with like sitting in silence doing nothing and um like I don't know go down go down a bit of a journey with yourself and figure figure some things out maybe it's like time to do that and I think a really good segue into doing that honestly is this detox type of challenge like try to only consume uh slow products things that take time like but not just any time like quality time like things that are worth taking the time for reading a good book listening to a really good podcast like this one (laughs) um I don't know that remains to be seen but uh I don't know watching a really good movie and like just like studying how they how they wrote the film or something like if you're into cinematography or that type of thing photography like taking a photography class that's another thing I did this in April was I had bought so many of these like online little courses and things and digital products, but I hadn't really like consumed them yet or taken them in yet and like gone through them. So I finally started doing that this month and uh, making progress on some of the courses that I bought. Um, so if you've done the same, if you've like bought an online course before in the past as like a an impulse buy, like maybe actually like go through it now and like 
yeah, I don't know, just like living a more meaningful, mindful life, living with intention as well. But yeah, so that's all I have for you today. I hope that you got something out of this and that it wasn't too rambly and too annoying to listen to me talk about myself for like an hour. But um, I really enjoy this challenge. I really hope you try it out. And if you have any thoughts about it or you do try it out, I would love to hear how it goes. So you can email me. My email is in the show notes, as is my website, which is now live. And my YouTube channel, if you want to watch my my vlogs. Um, And yeah, that's all I have. Thank you so much for listening to this long ass episode. I will see you in the next one. Bye.